welcome back to Going Long on First. We are welcome. Week. Welcome. Welcome. You're welcome, Seth. Oh, thank you. All right. <laughs> now that that's over with, the pleasantries are behind us. Derailed the whole podcast from the beginning. See, this is what happens. Jeremy apparently is the glue. As much as I, as much as I need him to stop talking smack, sometimes, you know, I can't even let Seth get through an intro without him. I, you know, it throws it throws everybody off. <laughs> it's like a triangle, and then you cut. You, you... There's no support anymore. There, you know? there isn't. He's our support system. Believe it or not. This guy, I tell you. Um, no Jeremy tonight, if you can't tell already. Uh, we believe he's on baby duty. It's so, uh, yeah, it seems like it. Um, so, yeah, so it's it's preview Thursday. Line is right version. Uh, week two. Line is right. Uh, as we're currently doing this, it is... Second half, just start of the second half for the Chiefs, Chargers. We are going to do a live line since obviously the game is already in progress. Not necessarily obviously, but yes, it sure is past halftime at this point. It is. As we, as we start this and as we record this, it is. We are second half in counting yep. of this game. Owen, before we get into line is right you feel a little bit better as the week progresses, getting towards Sunday. Feel, feel a bit and, better. And your the... Packer fandom. Oh, you... okay. Yeah. Certainly, you know, the bad vibes have kind of the kind of fell off. And uh, we're just looking forward to the game, Seth. That's it. That's all. Nothing, you know, nothing holding us back. If it happens two weeks in a row. For the first time in a Matt LaFleur coaching regime that uh, you lose twice in a row, then, you know, then I'll carry some weight to some of the, the flaws. But right now, I think I'll be all right. I, I'm on the same boat. Um, but, of course, Rogers made news this week with some comments, as he always does. Yeah, it was so, nothing I, to me. But did you feel there was something to, you? to it? Yeah. Uh, you know, I didn't. I didn't catch it till later Tuesday, or maybe it was yesterday, Wednesday. Um, trying to remember when that came out now. And at first I didn't, and then I watched the video, and then I just saw some of the reactions. And I, part of me is like, oof, that's tough. <laughs> I, so, I think, I mean, it is. I think that's that's tough, but he's also not wrong. I, I mean – you're talking specifically about uh, the Amari Rogers situation, or are I you am. talking, yeah, where he said um, he's returning kicks for us, and that's all I got to say on that right now. Yes, <laughs> it sounds worse than it is, I think, because honestly, to me, what I drew from it was like, I'm sure there's like, so he's really fighting to get some actual playing time, and you got these rookies that are making their own mistakes, kind of starting in front of them. And I'm sure he's just he has some uh, some gripes, and I'm not sure Rogers wanted to say you know anything publicly about some of that internal stuff. You know what I'm saying? That's what I took from. 
Uh, ooh, pick pick my Mahomes. Um, yeah, you're not wrong. I'm sure he's pretty low on that depth chart at this point. What is he five six on the depth chart at this point? Um, yes. Yeah, that's that's tough for a, a second year guy coming in who had a lot going for him. At yeah. least potential. I mean, there's a lot of potential there. He was brought in. He's going to be the next Randall Cobb because we brought Randall Cobb in. He's supposed to learn under him and be that next guy, be our gadget guy, all that good stuff. Hasn't really developed into that. Right. Really struggled on special teams this year. He looked fine last week. So, you know, I, I guess develop there and see where else it goes. Yeah, exactly. But plus it's like, you know, the other receivers on the depth chart not named Alan Lazard are all just guys looking for their spot. Like, no one's really, like, you know, separated themselves. Even Sammy Watkins is still working into the offense. So it's like, yes, you're fifth on the depth chart, sure. But how easy can that change? You know, one bad game from anybody. <clears throat> so, I don't know. I don't see too much into it. Everybody knowing how Rodgers is, sure, that makes sense that, you know, uh, the comments kind of seem a little... Yeah dry and sarcastic yeah and i hate to say it but guys like dobbs and and watson are just more explosive players and probably will be better but you know you know yeah you never know you know that's true that's why they play the game all right i think it's now time for a week two edition of the line is right And lights are flashing everywhere. Where is Drew Carey? Come host my podcast. Seth, what were you? Do you have Drew I was, Carey I was uh, doing a reenactment of bringing Drew and Carey here, on stage. And here's your host, Drew Carey. But it's not Drew Carey, it's me, and everyone's disappointed. But. <laughs> For is that our like purposes. a dream nightmare you have? Yeah. <laughs> that I'm yeah, sure no. walk it out, it's you. The more I sing that jingle, you know, out loud, yeah, it becomes, it haunts my dreams now. Yeah, for sure. No, ladies and gentlemen, this is not a nightmare. This is real life. This is live betting a Thursday night game in which a team is already up 10 points and just got the ball back through an interception. That is right. We were too late to get our official pregame bets in. So we're taking the live line right now as it stands on FanDuel Sportsbook. Third quarter, nine minutes, 43 seconds left. Chargers ball. The spread is five and a half. Do the last Los Angeles Chargers, who are leading 17-7, do they win this game by five and a half points? Seth, do you have any reason to believe that the Chiefs will cut that line in the well, I guess pretty much cut the current score in half is what they have to do. Uh, just a live reaction, Owen. The interception was reversed. It is the Chiefs' ball again. Again, that was like two in a row. Yeah, two in a row that got reversed. Damn. Uh, okay. 
So it goes back to the Chiefs, which I was going to say that I think that line should have should have bumped up if it if the interception. I think maybe it probably stayed because it was the call was yep. reversed. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. How much time is left? Nine minutes forty three seconds in the third. Plenty of ball game left. Give me the Chargers. Most of offense. Give me the Chargers. My heart wants to go KC. It really does. It wants me to say Mahomes is going to put up points. You can't keep Mahomes down. But just the way that first half went and how the first six minutes is going, I got to go Chargers. Smart smart bet is Chargers. So actually the interception put the line to five and a half. It came back down to four and a half when the ball – when the call was returned or reversed. So I will also lock me in at the chargers at minus four and a half. Jeremy also confirmed he was on that same line of thinking. So we're all going to ride the chargers all that just to say, Seth, the juice is loose. Yeah. Time in week two, the line started at minus four uh, chiefs minus four or chiefs favored by four at home. Um, I was going to pick the Chargers all the way. I don't know what you were, you were leaning Chiefs. Is that kind of your sentiment? I would have. I would have gone Chiefs. You that Were you that confident in the Chargers and their ability? It's staying within four. I thought four points at against the Chief, or the Chargers was um, too high. I would have I would have said more of a pick them. But... I mean, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. It, fe- it feels like it's going to be opposite. I mean, it is opposite currently. Live line is four and a half Chargers. Yep. Moving down. Like they'll probably half. take it. I mean, Chiefs are maybe they're starting to drive a little bit. It's already down to three and a half. But well, anyway, we I'll took stick it at, with my four and a half. We took it at five and a half, actually. So five and a half. <laughs> that's what it was oh, when we made our bets. Cow. So okay. um next game. As we have this game on in the background, we'll react to anything crazy going on. Looks like a first down, big first down for the Chiefs there, isn't it? Yep. Yes, indeed. Big play by Mahomes. Anyway, moving on. First game of the Sunday slate, we got the Washington Commanders traveling to the Detroit Lions. What This game will forever live on Sunday at noon. Just one of those games that just, you know, among 10 of these things going on. This feels like a Sunday noon game. Washington at Detroit. Detroit is favored by a point and a half at home, Seth. Both, well, Washington coming off a big win. Detroit coming off a hang tight tight type of game. Couldn't pull it out at the end. What are your initial thoughts on Washington at Detroit? A side note here. Um, have they have they played on Thanksgiving? Just just seeing this, this matchup now. It does feel like a Thanksgiving game too. Yeah. It does. You you I just like thought of it now when you were saying that. I'm like is this a Thanksgiving game? Have they ever played on Thanksgiving against each other? Must have, but you know, it, it kind of hides because the Washington always seems to play Dallas on Thanksgiving. It feels the like game it. after that Detroit plays, so it's probably just a mix of that. Uh, I've also I've um staying away from my phone so I don't see Jeremy's picks. I don't want to be swayed by those. Fair enough. Uh, what's the line again? D- Detroit minus a point and a half at home. Detroit's at home. Yes. Give me Detroit. He wants Detroit. Casey just scored, by the way. There it is. What I is should it? have freaking taken Casey. God, I knew it. 
The updated line hasn't even come out yet. We'll see how it goes. Um, he goes with the Lions. I do. I it, it's at home. I think if this is in Washington, go the other. I'm way. taking Washington. I'm taking the home team in this instance. To me, two fairly even teams, talent wise. You know, I know Carson Wentz had a big week one. He won't have games like that every week, and they needed that for them to win. Detroit was very feisty against a good Philly team. They nearly took it. I I, I think it's going to be close, but a point and a half is pretty much pick them. Give me Detroit. He wants Detroit, ladies and gentlemen. Jeremy Shimko forever the foil to Seth. Picks Washington in this game plus point and a half. Um, being an interesting Surprises split me. here. Yep, he does. I mean, I wouldn't have thought that the Commanders were on the Lions level more than a week ago, but then the Commanders actually came out looking pretty decent. I mean, against a team that we in Jacksonville that we thought would have been the one that came out looking yeah. looking decent. Yep, against the poor team, but it came out the opposite way. Um, you know, Carson Wentz game winning score late. Lions though looked good against. Look good on offense. Defense was absolutely terrible for the most part. Um, I'm thinking, I'm thinking shootout. And uh, against my better judgment, because I'm a Lions fan. No, I'll stick with the Lions. Give me the Lions. Hey. <clears throat> Give me the favorite. You wanted to go Washington, huh? I was about to, I think, like, I almost think that's the smarter play here, just being the underdog and might be better off in a shootout situation. But I just think it's one game for Washington. I'm not going to overreact to the wins as much as I am even the losses. Like, if I'm not going to overreact to Packers losing, I'm not going to overreact and think Washington's all of a sudden a good team. Yeah. Give me two wrong. weeks to think about it. You're not wrong. Um, Give me Detroit because I know that I want them to be good. I don't know if they will be, but I want them to be. Next game. New York Jets traveling to the Cleveland Brownies. Newly revealed Brownie the Elf. What a creepy mascot. And Yeah, not a fan of that. I don't get it. I don't know what the what what's the point of having it. I never understood, but whatever. Um Jets travel to the Browns. Browns are favored by six whole points in this game. Uh, facing a familiar foe in Joe Flacco, a man that kind of torched the Browns teams uh, not too long ago, around six, whoa, six years ago. <laughs> but he was terrible in the loss to the Ravens last week. Uh, absolutely terrible. Browns gutted out a win against Carolina. Um, you know, thinking they're home, maybe – Brissett starts playing a little better. We'll see what happens. But is six points too much? What do you think, so? Uh, you know, this is tough. Six points is a lot. Any, any major injuries here? I'm trying to find it. Any major? Hey, I don't know if you knew Zach Wilson isn't playing in this game. Okay, yeah. Is that major though? I mean, I guess. It I was... mean, yeah, <laughs> because I mean, as as much as we dog on Zach Wilson, like Flacco was terrible. Yes, you, you're not wrong. 
So here, here's the injury report for today. Uh, John Franklin Myers, pretty good defensive lineman, did not practice for a toe injury. Jordan Whitehead, starting safety, also did not practice. George Fant, the left tackle, well, right tackle? I think he's right tackle, actually. Well, Dwayne, Dwayne Brown's left tackle. I thought Dwayne Brown was hurt. Is he not? <clears throat> well, he's not on the injury report. That doesn't, I don't know, maybe he's for sure out. Okay. Um, uh, six, po- six points, Cleveland, huh? Yes. Uh, I, I'm going to go Cleveland. Jack Conklin and David Njoku also did not practice today. Hmm. Okay. I assume they'll probably be back. I haven't heard much, but, um, give me Cleveland. I'm not super confident, but I just don't feel like there's much to the Jets. And I think Cleveland can control the ball with Chubb and Hunt and kind of coast to a victory that way. Cleveland's defense will shut Joe Flacco down. I know you brought it up that uh, he's torched him a few times, but maybe 15 years ago. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> and you were, about, you were about to start Elijah Moore on your fantasy team. You know, you convinced me otherwise, Owen, but I just, <laughs> as you know, I didn't have a lot of good uh, – Options, backup uh, options. So yeah, understood. Uh, That's, give me, I, give me Cleveland. I see the sentiment. You know, uh, before I make my pick, Jeremy agrees with the Cleveland selection here. Um, I'm definitely going to lean on you know Brissett just getting better in a second start for the Browns and Jets not having much to really throw at him. So give me Cleveland. You know, twenty to ten, something like that. Some kind of kind of an ugly game. That's what I'm expecting. So twenty to ten, Cleveland. Seth, you know what that means? Two in a row to start. Oh no, just kidding. No. The Washington game. Two just out kidding. of three. Two out of three. Not bad. The juice is loose. Next game, we got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers traveling to the New Orleans Saints. That doesn't feel like a noon game. That's definitely an afternoon game. But here we are, Sunday at noon still. Bucks playing consecutive road road games after a Sunday night game, which is, you know, never favorable for the road team in that situation. But uh, But they also, you know, offense came up in a big way, and they also, but they also got banged up in a big way. Um, Saints defense, you know, that that line isn't very healthy. You know, like you mentioned, they, had, you know, they had some holes with Mike Parsons. You know, you throw in the Saints defense again. They get after him with a healthy line. So do they look to tee off here? I absolutely. Um, they got old man. I'm blanking on his name now. Cam Jordan. Cam Jordan. He's he's gonna be the big piece there. He he's teed off him in in years past, and uh, he'll probably do it again. Like you said, yeah, with a banged up O line, and the Saints have just somehow have had Tom Brady's number over the last couple of years. For Not sure. sure why or what it is, or you know if it's Dennis Allen. He's just got some crystal ball yeah. against Brady. Yeah. What's the line again? Tampa Bay minus two and a half on the road. Do I predict it to be that close or even the Saints possibly taking this game? You betcha I do, Owen. Give me the New Orleans Saints. 
Say it ain't so. New Orleans pulls the upset and takes down Tampa Bay and the Buccaneers. Say it ain't so, because Jeremy, you knew where he was going with this game. He goes, he's going Tampa to buy a field goal at least. The thing is, Seth, is I want to agree with you. The two and a half kills me. It does. Tampa Bay winning by three points feels like a realistic uh, thing to happen here. Yep. I'm going to go with Tampa Bay. Uh, Feels like the better team. I want. I, I really, I, I really want to lean on the um, the back to back road games. One was a Sunday night, New Orleans versus Tampa Magic, you know, type of thing. But I can't, I can't bet on it if the line is so close. That's my problem. Yeah, that's that. That's me too. It's like you're I almost I, picking New Orleans to win. I felt like you were you were kind of batting around. I knew where you wanted to go, but you heard the line. You're like, "Oh, thought it'd be more." You know, I I felt that in your voice. I mean, if this, going was the other four, way. if this was four or five, then that's easy, New Orleans. Hundred percent. So yeah, the line's tricky. Give me Tampa just to be the better team in this one. This is probably what the you know better or what Vegas is trying to do to you. Yeah. You know, obviously Tampa should be the pick, but now you got all these things to think about. Regardless, Jeremy and me on Tampa. Seth goes on New Orleans solo. Next game, we got the Carolina Panthers and Baker Mayfield traveling to the New York Giants. Carolina started to figure it out in the second half, it almost felt like, didn't it? It felt like Baker was making his connections finally in the second half. Too little, too late, but it it looked like it was there. They cut it close. They definitely cut it close there towards the end. But we're talking about traveling to a team who we all thought would be absolutely terrible, except for the fact that Saquon Barkley all of a sudden became the best running back in the league again. Um, that was special. That was it truly was. special. Giants did some good things in rallying late, beating a good Titans team, or we think probably will be a good Titans team. Carolina are two-point underdogs at the New York Giants, Seth. What do you say? Case, never mind. Um, I thought they were going for a field goal, but they're a little too far back. Yeah, two and a half favorite to New Orleans, New York. Two, or did I say two and a half? Hold on, let me correct myself. I have sorry, sorry. Point and a half. Point and a half. Point and a half to New York. Yes. Give me the New York Football Giants. They're gonna shock the world. And shock Jeremy's world. They're going to be 2-0 and oh, and possibly leading the NFC East. Who would have thunk? Daniel Jones in his last hurrah is going to go out guns a-blazing. Maybe not. I don't know. He, I mean, he didn't look that good, but, I mean, I know. And then Dayball was just accosting him on the sideline, it felt like. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, the Saquon show – if you get that rolling, like you don't really have to be much of a player at quarterback, you know? No, you don't. His numbers were solid. He was 17 for 21 with 188 yards and two touchdowns. Nothing pretty, but talk about game manager. That's that's what it was. Give me um well. Jeremy goes the Giants. I go the Giants. You know what that means, Seth. Jeremy goes Giants, huh? Jeremy goes Giants. Even his love for Baker. 
he you can tell that he's kind of like as long as it isn't the Cowboys in the East, he doesn't. Aren't you a Baker thinking. lover too, Owen? Yeah, but I mean, we just haven't seen it yet. You know, I I saw a flash or two, but right now it's because it's never been there. Who would have thunk that we'd be predicting the Giants to go two and zero? You know, Jeremy's brought it up before that it's just there's always a division where it's worst to first, and it feels like. Uh, the NFC East, especially, is part of that. They don't ever have a consecutive division winner. Who Here knows? It's been years and years. Maybe it's New York's year. New York Giants win the division. Never would have thought it. We'll see how it goes. But that does mean the juice is loose. Damn, Giants. Unreal. See what happens, I guess. Next. Oh, and just a uh, side ahead. question. Um, you don't have to reveal it now, and if you don't have it, that's fine. Just curious. Do you have our numbers from last week? Oh, sure I do. I was thinking of uh, revealing that on Tuesday. I should have. But Jeremy took home the week. He went 8-8. Eight and eight. Unfortunately, Ooh. he takes it. Um, he can't, I had a really poor Sunday noon. I think I got three games right. Then aside from the Packers and the Broncos, I kind of swept the rest of it. So that really okay. bumped me back up a bit. Well, I mean, that's like, so I went, so I went like three, what did I go? Four for eight in the first, I don't know, whatever. I got seven games, right? That's what I'm trying to say. I got seven. You went seven and nine. Seth went six and 10. Oof. Yep. Rough. It was a rough week. It was a rough that's week. Right. That's, it's, it's that's week, week one. one. It's week one. That's week one. Exactly. Jeremy wins the, the week by going completely average. No winning percentage on his end. Complete 500. That's that's a rough week for everybody then. It is. It is. We got to see. We, you know, we'll get a couple weeks in. We'll start throwing those real winners at you. Yeah, for sure. we'll, uh, we'll smooth it out. Except right, for this continue. week when I give you all the winners. Next game, we got the New England Patriots. Traveling to the Pittsburgh Steelers coming off a big win. Big win, but at what cost? With TJ Watt being out. Well, you know what they say. You see what TJ said? I'll be back. I'll be back. So. um, And I think he will. I just think you give him a month at least. Uh, I think yeah, it's gonna Patriots be more than traveling that. to Pittsburgh. No, it will be. It will be. But it looked like they got good news. So you know, I don't know. Maybe he's I, I a freak of the maybe, uh, I can see it coming. Late November, early December. So get a, get a little playoff push at the end of the year. But it doesn't help him in this game when the Patriots are favored by two and a half points on the road. It's really hard knowing what we've seen in the past week and looking at this line. But T.J. Watt does make that big of a difference. Um, he does. Steelers most certainly would have been a favorite in this game. Uh, Patriots are going to have a consecutive, one of those teams having consecutive road games. Terrible showing into Miami. Like, they just never had that game from the beginning. Um, yep. Steelers playing in their home own opener. Vibes are high. Sands T.J. Watt. But still, I mean, that it the, the defense is still dynamic, is what I'm trying to say. Can the Patriots pull out and win this by a field goal? Seth, what do you think? 
Patriots are favored by a field goal. Two and a half points. Oh, two and a half. Remind me, is this, where is this at again? I'm trying to remember. Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's home opener. And New England's favorite. That surprises me after week one. That's what I'm saying, man. Yeah, yeah. I. Oh, man, are the Patriots going to go 0-2? That would be rough. It would. Especially for my Patriots buddy. I feel bad for him. Um, Gosh. You know what? Let's do it. Give me Pitt. Give me Pittsburgh. Seth wants Pittsburgh. Jeremy wants Pittsburgh. I want Pittsburgh. Whoa. Bang, 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 Seth. Bird gang. And that means the juice is loose. Don't know what to think about the Patriots yet. I really don't. I don't know what to think. Uh, what's, what's there? What isn't? Are they going to be for real? Is Josh McDaniels the thing they're missing all of a sudden? After being a top 10 team last year? Yeah, isn't yeah. that that's wild? Mac Jones looked lost last week. He 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 got hurt. He's back. He's on my fantasy team. One of my fantasy teams as a backup because I was desperate towards the end. Uh he he's been injured over the week, but he I think returned to practice and should be ready to go. But that offense looked lost last week. It did. Uh, and if. The Steelers, I, I think the factor, the key factor for me is Mike Tomlin. It's a Mike Tomlin coach team. That means they're going to hang around despite the injuries they're going to face. I just don't, I don't have, I don't know why the Patriots still would be a favorite. That's my, you know, it surprises I'm, me. So I'm going to stick, I'm going to stick with Pittsburgh at home. I guess on a neutral field in that sense, Pittsburgh would be favored by a half point, but, um, Still, give me Pittsburgh in a consensus quake. Next, I thought I almost heard a score in the background. Uh, not quite. Got it. Close. Got it. Um, next game, we got the Indianapolis Colts in in their second AFC South matchup of the year already in two weeks. Indianapolis traveling to Jacksonville off a weird tie. Just a weird, like, couldn't get anything yeah. really, you know, momentum going or couldn't really get the stops they needed on a, on paper, a subpar team. Um, I do believe they were, they were without Shaquille Leonard last week. I, I believe. believe so. Is he back this week? I haven't he heard He should much. be back. Uh, I'll check the injury report quick while I give you this. Indianapolis is favored by four points at Jacksonville. Colts haven't won in Jacksonville since 2014. Surprising? Maybe a little. Lost their last year in the final week, the big, you know, clown show that it, that it was. Carson Wentz throwing away a playoff spot. Uh, another team playing consecutive road games here in Indianapolis. So Jacksonville getting, getting their home opener. It's, it feels like a big edge, but could it be enough? Seth, four points to Indiana, Indianapolis. What do you think? Four to Indy, huh? Yep. Give me Jacksonville to cover that. I ultimately, I think Indy pulls this off, but it's going to be close. I think this will be back and forth. Um, 
I I think they'll you know Jonathan Taylor will have his numbers, but I think they'll they'll slow down. Yeah, give me Jacksonville to to keep this close. Ultimately, I do think Indy wins this game. Gets their first W with Matt Ryan under center, but I think Jacksonville keeps us close at home. Fair enough. Uh, just to to reiterate, Sha- Shaquille Leonard was a full participant in practice today, but um, still hasn't been confirmed that he'll make his debut. I think that means he will. Seth is going with the Jacksonville Jaguars plus four here. Jeremy is going also the Jacksonville Jaguars here. Poof. Boys, you were sold on the Jacksonville Jaguars last week. Is that what you're trying to tell me? I was. They looked better. They looked better? They Still not great. Still got work to do, but they looked better. Give me the Colts. Oh, I still have faith in the Colts. streak. Holding out my hope until it uh, until it goes two weeks in a row on me. Give me the Colts by four. Jacksonville, you know, neither team impressed is what I would say. Yeah. Jacksonville in a loss, Colts in a tie. Both the teams we didn't think would be much. Washington certainly seemed better, but Houston did play their hearts out. Um, I'm going to stick with the Colts here with Shaq Leonard with a difference maker. Uh, I think there was a couple other – DeForest Buckner and Alec Pierce did not practice. Okay. But it also could mean nothing. So we'll see. Um, Buckner is obviously a bigger piece to that. Yes. Yes, for sure. For sure. So in that case, you guys on Jacksonville, I on Indy. Next game. This is a good one. The Miami Dolphins. Oh, Travel to the Baltimore Ravens. Interesting matchup. We don't get to see it much. Um, Trying to pull up the line here and make sure I got the right one. There it is. I have Miami on the road at Baltimore. Baltimore favored by three and a half points. Both won in impressive fashion last week, I would say. Miami on the road for the first time. Dolphins dominated the the Ravens last year at home. Um, do you think this would be different with the Ravens' health kind of coming back into the fold? Again, three and a half points to Baltimore at home. What do you think? Yeah. I, I, I'm tending towards Baltimore, but I liked what Miami's offense looked like last week. You know, it wasn't like, Super explosive where they hit 40 points, um, but it looked good. Play to play, it looked good, you know? Yeah. And and they played a good New England defense, still led by Bill Belichick. Right. Well, Baltimore's offense looked different last week than it has in a couple of years, in my opinion. Lamar looked good. He looked explosive. He looked good throwing the ball. I believe J.K. Dobbins is going to be back this week. I think, yeah, I uh, give me Baltimore. He wants Baltimore, ladies and gentlemen. I do. Give me Baltimore. Jeremy also wants Baltimore. 
I struggle with this one. The line is three and a half. That's usually a give or uh, a sign. I will be taking the uh, the underdog in that sense, just to be that two and a half versus three and a half. That's a big. That's a big point right there. You know, that field goal, that field goal boundary. Give me the Baltimore Ravens. I don't think the Dolphins are there yet. I think the Ravens in general are just a better team. They're kind of more, uh, they're going to be more physical. I think Ravens kind of punch them in the mouth a bit. I don't think it'll be punch a blow. Them in the mouth. Punch them in the mouth. I think, I think both teams play well though. Um, give me Lamar Jackson. Like you said, maybe that David Duvernay, maybe we get another two touchdowns out of, out of the guy. Huh? Devin Duvernay. Well said, Seth. You know what that means though. Oh, look at that. We got the juice is loose. Man. God, we're thinking too much alike anymore. We are. You know, last week we, we hit like seven in a row. Now I think we're up to three to four. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm just going to have to change my my uh, my thinking just to not agree with you guys. Just to be different? Yeah. Just well, it didn't, different. didn't exactly work out for us last week. I but... mean, you're not wrong. I don't think any of us were going to pick Chicago in any situation, you know, for the upset. So <laughs> that's for sure. Yeah. Anyway, uh, uh, next game starting into the afternoon slate, we got the Atlanta Falcons traveling to the Los Angeles Rams. Feels a little one sided, especially with the Rams being at home. Um, Rams also get 10 days of rest after a terrible showing against probably the best team in the NFL. At least according to Golden Long on first, they are. That's accurate. He feels like McVeigh is the kind of coach for that loss. But is it worth the spread, Seth? Rams are favored by 10.5 points this week. And I believe that is the highest spread of the season so far. Uh, what's the spread again? 10.5 points. 10.5 points. Wow. Even after a lackluster game, huh? It is the Atlanta Falcons. And it is the Rams at home after a loss. You know? Um, But it is a big spread. Let me see. Let me... You know, I feel like I should go the Rams because the spread is so high, but Rams did not look good last week. I know... They will look better. I just don't think 10 and a half. I, sorry. I think 10 and a half is too much. Give me the Atlanta Falcons to keep it just a bit closer than 10 and a half. And we're back. <laughs> Uh, sorry for that, uh, pause in production, ladies and gentlemen, technology is no way, isn't always on our side. Hopefully things have smoothed out and we can continue without a hitch. I had to remote into Seth's computer just to tell him he was doing something wrong. Just kidding. I don't do that. I do that to other people during the day. (laughs) Only, only when I get paid. It's after hours. It's after hours. Uh, as I was explaining Atlanta, 
traveling to the Rams, minus 10.5. Seth had just picked the Atlanta Falcons. Jeremy agrees. 10.5 points is too much for him, uh, even though he's – I think you guys are both higher on the Rams than I am. So I guess it comes down to me. I – Yeah, give me the Falcons. Yeah, oh. give me the Falcons. Tough one. Tough one. But you know what that means. Once again. Once again. I think this is five in a row. If I did my math right, the juice. Hold, hold up. Hold up. Psych. Give me the Rams. Oh. I want the Rams. No. <laughs> you can't do that to the juice. Oh no, it's all part of the plan, Seth. Give me I It's it's a you know, it's a comeback game. I think so. I think it is. Falcons didn't look all that impressive to me, obviously. Uh 10 days rest, coming off a big loss at home, you got another home game to take advantage of it. I I still don't think high of the Rams and I'm definitely not definitely. I don't think I'll have them in my top power rankings next week but i do like them in this specific instance ten and a half points to the rams all right what do you, th what do you think about that misdirection uh you know i i, I toyed with it too uh, before eventually taking atlanta I, I think the rams are definitely a way better team than atlanta but rams didn't show much atlanta didn't show much either rams didn't show much Ah, not. I'm gonna stick with. I'm gonna stick with Atlanta, but you're almost you're like swaying me. You know, almost I, swaying me. It's a lot of points. That that's my thing. That's the thing you get to lean on because it's you know. Yeah, I'll I'll keep Atlanta, but I'm less confident now than I was <laughs> just a especially, few minutes ago. Especially agreeing with Jeremy. Uh, next game: Seattle Seahawks traveling to San Francisco, or more specifically, Santa Clara. And declare Seahawks coming off a big win Niners coming off a ginormous loss. Uh, definitely not. I mean, I felt like both of those games were locks the other way in week one. Um, Seattle definitely played well, but they're coming off a short week going into a division rival. 49ers had bad conditions and the loss of the Bears. Does that change? You got a lot to think about here, Seth. Seahawks traveling to the Niners. Niners favored by nine and a half points. What do you think? Niners, nine and a half? What's with these large marks? Excuse Holy me. Cow. Excuse me. Eight and a half. Eight and a half points. That's updated. much better. The updated line, eight and a half points. Um. Ah. You know what? I'm going with it this time. Give me the Niners. Big margin. Give me the Niners to take this. This is it, it almost feels like a revenge game because last week they were so bad. Of course, the weather conditions were terrible in Chicago. Everybody knows that. Awful. Awful. It was a fun game to watch. Uh, but I'm sure a terrible game to play. Um, by the way, I, I put the game on my phone and um Chiefs just took it back 99 yards. They're now ahead. What what a turn of events. Yes. Yeah. We all picked um, the Chargers. Uh Seth, you you're right. You should have you should have changed your mind. Because they are now the spread is six and a half to the Chiefs right now. 
Ah, okay, give me the Chiefs. Um, <laughs> yeah, I Seattle. You know, Seattle played the game of their life last week. That was their Super Bowl. Everybody knows Seattle is probably going to be a, a um, cellar dweller for this division. Uh, of course, Arizona didn't look great. Mm-hmm. Um, I, but nobody expects Seattle to do much, really. And they played Russell last week on Monday night. It was just like prime time. They were there. They played the game of their lives. It's not going to be a repeat of that. I think San Francisco takes it to them this week. And we come back around and agreeing. Everybody agrees. Jeremy goes San Francisco. I definitely go San Francisco. Let it out. Hey, oh. Owen stopped me last time, but not this time. The juice is loose. No, I can't do it this time. Uh, eight and a half points. Definite, definite team that needs to get it back on track, and I think they do. Um I think these things normalize again. It's what is it? What's the saying, Seth? It's one week's an anomaly, two weeks is a trend. Correct. I think this is this is the time for Kyle Shanahan to really. You're saying last week was an anomaly. Really Definitely was an anomaly game out. with that weather. It was. It was the Buffalo New England game, like ugly, ugly weather, wind and snow. Yep. But it was in September, right in week one. So Tsunami. hope we get some more of those. Except for when they ruined my picks. Uh, Niners by eight and a half. I don't have much to say on that one other than I think I think Trey Lance, you know, I, looks pretty good in this game. Yes. I think he yep. makes a comeback in this one. And is able to actually try to pass the ball around. Next game, I have the Cincinnati Bengals traveling to the Dallas Cowboys in the uh, – Former teams who have had Andy Dalton start games for them, Bull. Bengals favored by seven and a half points on the road at Dallas. Uh, they get kind of a break here after a big overtime loss to a division rival. Uh, they're facing Cooper Rush rather than Dak Prescott. Uh, obviously, Dak is going to be out for a couple months. Um, you know, Burrow, after sitting out training camp and uh, all the appendicitis rust, that he had got it going in the second half. Eventually four picks later, he got it going. <laughs> yeah, um, he did. Does that carry over in this game? And do they beat the pants off of a injury? Uh, well, maybe one major injury, but it's still, it's a major injury. Uh, Dallas Cowboys, seven and a half points to the Bengals, Seth. Seven and a half. There's some big margins this week. There are. Seven and a half to Cincinnati. Yep. Give it to me, Owen. Cincinnati brings it back. Dallas is going to be lost without Dak Prescott. We saw it a couple years ago, and even then they had Andy Dalton. This week they don't, or this time they don't. They have Cooper Rush, who we don't know anything about other than he's got a sweet name. Give me Cincy, Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, Joe Mixon. That offense is going to be too good. Even with Micah out there, Micah is the only thing that would hold me back from picking Cincy. But I think Cincy does enough. They, they're going to show why they are a playoff contender, a Super Bowl contender again, and they're going to do it with this game. Correct. I think that's uh, great points made by Seth here. Cooper Rush has been a backup quarterback for the Cowboys forever for five, for five years. Yeah. 
feels insane. like forever. insane. I can't even see the games that he played last year. I thought he <laughs> played against the last Bengals, year, though. or you thought he two years ago? Two two years ago. No, I think it was two years ago. No, it was. I don't whatever. I'm gonna stop thinking about it because it doesn't matter anyway. Bengals by a million, and uh, Jeremy said the same exact thing. Oh wow, what a surprise! Definitely, yeah, right. Definitely going Bengals here. Um, I think the yeah, it had to be last year. I'm looking at his stats now. He uh, really last year was like the first time he ever attempted any kind of pass. Surprisingly, I think more of the money is going on. Dallas, some of the trends that I'm seeing. So that's interesting. Um, but I don't have any reason to believe that the Bengals won't pull it out here. Yeah. Um, Cowboys are just too limited as it stands. Give me the Bengals. So you know what that means. What does it mean? The juice is loose. Oh, shoot. I almost haven't heard that tonight yet. I was surprised. It's the first time <laughs> in the last two minutes. Yes, it is. Next game, Houston Texans traveling to the Denver Broncos. Broncos playing in their home opener after after a surprising loss Monday night to the Seahawks. Definitely should have won that game. Um, Texans played pretty decent against the Colts in a tie last week. Uh, You think the bigger challenge, though, is on the road here at Denver. Denver favored by nine and a half points at home, Seth. Nine and a half, huh? Nine and a half. Man, I want to go Denver, but these these freaking margins are huge. Man, <laughs> these spreads, I they they're really just making me second guess. Nine and a half. Nine and a half. Give me Houston. I think I I like Houston and too much. I think this is a stupid choice by me, but I'm going Houston. I just something about it, you know. They were they were pesky against Indianapolis last week. They could do it again against Denver. That offense of Denver did not look great. They look like they're still trying to find their footing. Uh I you know, maybe a little carry over to this week. I think Houston keeps it close. Close enough. You think Denver with the win, Houston to keep it within a possession type of deal? Correct. Got it. Jeremy saying the same thing as Seth. And what do I say? Do I say Denver as, or do I say Houston as well to make another consensus? Not so fast, my friend. Denver minus nine and a half. Give me that all day, all night. I actually had pretty good faith in the Broncos' offense. Do you? They had a lot of yards and two goal line fumbles. Two. That is true. That is true. That gets flipped That's around. Got a lot of talent. That's all of a sudden a thirty to seventeen game. You know, two plays, two plays that were more likely to go in their favor. I'm going to take uh, Denver here for a get right. You know, Houston defense still not great, and it was one of the worst defense. Actually, it was the worst defense in the league last year. Right, still not great. So, I'm not changing my pick, but I get where you're going. I get it. 
it's nine and a half, so you don't have to feel bad about it because that makes sense to not, you know, to to take that one with care, and especially a feisty Houston team who are great at covering those those big spreads, but uh, not this time, me amigo. Next game: Arizona at Las Vegas. Arizona, what a disappointing game! Like, what the hell just happened? You know. Traveling to Las Vegas. And Las Vegas actually looked pretty decent. Well, scratch that. They had some pieces that look great. Devontae Adams, yep. as dominant as dominant as ever. Yep. Derek Carr, though, don't know what was going on with him. He was all over the place. He really was. He really was. Like uh, He was hitting Devontae uh, pretty consistently, as most quarterbacks would. But... Uh, beyond Devontae, who had half of his yards pretty much, not didn't do much, like you said. No, no. Uh, so you know, two two sides of the same losing coin. You have uh, a team that lost and played well, and a team that lost and just doesn't look like they're going to be a good team uh, at this point. But we'll see what happens. Raiders minus five and a half. What do you got at home? I I don't want to say I'm completely out on Arizona in Kingsbury and stuff like that. But it's trending that way. I, I'm going Vegas right now. I have little to no faith in Arizona and what they can do. They they need to make some drastic changes, I think it feels like almost at this point. In Arizona? Kingsbury, yeah. I feel like Kingsbury is pretty close to the hot seat if he's not already there. Yeah, give me Vegas. I, I think Carr plays better in this one. Doesn't play as good of a defense. Arizona does not have a good defense. San Diego. Oh, San Diego. LA does. So give me give me the Raiders here. It doesn't feel right to say like Cliff Kingsbury and Kyler Murray, like you'd want to go away from that. But it it's almost time. It really is almost time. I, like I, I definitely lean towards Kingsbury over Kyler. Which is still like, I mean, Kyler, I just I'm still not confident that gets figured out. And hey, Modern Warfare 2 comes out this week, I think. So look out. Definitely not the time to be betting on Arizona's comeback. Give me the Las Vegas Raiders. Jeremy agrees. Make it three, Seth. Oh boy. All right. The juice is loose. Do I have that right? Does this Call of Duty come out? Because that is, that is a real betting trend out there. Really? Uh, for, for on, uh, I think it's free XP called or double XP Call of Duty weekends. Kyler Murray has his worst games. Like he is. He'd it, rather be playing, it makes sense. And playing COD instead of, uh, Throwing this pig skin around, is that what you're telling me? I I think I think it does. Actually, I think Call of Duty, I think like there's a beta or something. But still, I mean for this he, purpose. He's studying, just not the studying they want him to do. He's 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 on the sticks. Yeah, <laughs> certainly. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think this is a Derek Carr get right game. You know, I think Devontae can torch whatever secondary they got, unless they could just got Buddha on that yeah. deep cover on him the whole time. But even, even then, like, I think they'll get something going. McDaniel's offense. Absolutely, yeah. they will. 
Give me Vegas. Next game, since that was kind of an – I felt like that was the easiest one of the of the bunch so far. It might be. It's wild because Arizona – just what Arizona was last year, so good. Which makes me, like, you know, still, still worry because that was too easy. Uh, I don't know if you're watching it all, Owen, but Justin Herbert just me. went down and he he's looking hurt. Ah, uh, he's he's on the ground after making an impressive play, buddy. He took a shot. He got speared. By, yeah, you watching it? Yeah, I just put it on. Yeah, because I'm like a second or two behind you. Yeah, he's he's still down. Yeah, he's down. Oh boy! All right. Well, that's not great for the Chargers pick, but at least no one picked the Chiefs. Next game. Sunday night, Seth. Sunday night, football night in America. Chicago Bears traveling to Lambeau Field. Playing in playing a Packers team who were absolutely awful. Bum, 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 bum. Absolutely awful in a game against the Vikings that we told ourselves we're not overreacting to, right, Seth? Uh absolutely. Like in you said, one week's an anomaly. In contrast, the Bears shocked the 49ers in a serious monsoon, like insane, <laughs> before and during the second half. Um, does this have the makings of a get-right game for the Packers, Seth? They are favored by nine and a half points at home. Another one of those lines. Do you dare pick the Bears to cover that? Absolutely, I do. And let me tell you why, Owen. Give me one second. Whoa. What just happened? Ladies and gentlemen, I'm not sure you heard me right, but I'll wait to see just to make sure. Because I do believe I asked if he dares pick the the Chicago Bears to cover. (laughs) Okay. Uh, for the listeners, he just went and grabbed his I Still Own You t-shirt. He certainly did hear me wrong, ladies and gentlemen. He definitely thought I asked if the pa- he did pick the Packers to cover that. Sorry, oh. Seth. I framed you wrong. I framed you wrong. You framed me. I was talking about it the whole game in the sense of the Packers, and then I was like, do you dare pick the Bears? And you're like, absolutely. Oh, <laughs> So I was like, you know, hold up, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, you. I heard you wrong there. I just got too excited, too <laughs> excited to say we still own you, Chicago. Aaron Rodgers coming out. He's gonna be guns a blazing. He's gonna take it to Chicago, home opener. Give me, give me a two touchdown game here. Two touchdown win. Come on, Green Bay's taking this. You know they're not gonna take their lumps two weeks in a row. You said it yourself earlier. It might have been pre-pod. Green Bay does not lose. Under Matt LaFleur does not lose two in a row in the regular season. Hasn't been done. Give me Green Bay all the way. I have to believe that this passing game gets going, and they also give the right amount of carries to Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon. And that's probably the reason that the passing game gets going. I think that's true. Those two need 15 carries each or at least 15 touches each um, to get their fair share in this offense. And then you throw in Alan, the Allen Lazard effect, which, again, rising tide lifts all boats, right? You want your number one 
guy in there. So yeah. your rookies can actually succeed. Um, and then on the flip side, I mean, defense is going to dominate, right? It's got to. That's the real get right portion portion of this. That is true. Yes, the defense. Yeah. Uh, looking back, I I went back and looked at some more highlights and stuff like that, and I I'm not as down on the defense as I was. Not to go back to last week too much. I I think they made some good plays. They just had some pretty egregious ones that just were ugly, just ugly. Yeah, I I think they changed that though going into next week. It's too talented of a team. The defense is too talented. Too many good players for that to happen. More than once. Especially when the other side doesn't have Justin Jefferson. Um, Not many yeah. teams do. Give me the Packers minus nine and a half. And then Jeremy, the contrarian that he is, Seth, has picked Chicago plus nine and a half in this game. Wow, what a surprise. What a surprise. The David Montgomery believer himself. He's delusional about him, though. We all know. <laughs> we all know the truth when it comes to David Montgomery. In that he's just a perfectly average running back. Uh, he's lucky. Jeremy's lucky that Philly plays Minnesota this week. <laughs> We're almost there. We uh, are. Khalil Herbert was the leading rusher last week. I mean, come on. And that next, then, anyway, anyway, before we get into it too far, we got a doubleheader on Monday night. Interesting to do it in the second week, not the first week. I don't know if I like it better or not. Uh, yeah. You know, it- I saw that. That was odd. That's odd. It just feels wrong, but on the other side of it, like, you know, week one, you'll take any football you can get. And then it's almost week two, you get that extra treat on Monday. Like, here's your second game. But, you know, I could go either way with it. Tennessee Titans travel to the Buffalo Bills in this first game. Seth? What uh, what game is um, Joe and Troy doing? Are they, they doing are this doing. Game? They're are doing this... the ABC game, Minnesota at Philly. Oh, they are. Okay. Yeah. Right. ES, this ESPN, I do believe Dan Orlovsky will be the color guy. I'm not sure who will be doing the game with him other than that, but I do believe Dan okay. Orlovsky's got this Tennessee at Buffalo game. Interesting. Um, right. You know, brutal loss against the Giants for the Titans. Like, yes. you know, blew a huge lead and then all of a sudden just watched it wither away. Uh Heading north to play a Buffalo team high-powered off of 11 days of rest. Feel like that matters. Feel like that's a thing here. Um, It might also explain the bloated line. The bloated line that I'm seeing. Buffalo Bills favored in this game by 9.5 points at home against the reigning number one seed in the AFC Tennessee Titans. That sounds pretty... It sounds ugly to say, doesn't it? It does. It does. I mean, in all reality, it feels right, but it sounds not right. It's... Nobody in their right mind would be like, yeah, Tennessee, number one seed last year. Uh, give me Buffalo all the way. I think this might be another blowout for Buffalo. It's just going to continue. I mean, Tennessee, who did they lose to last week? The Giants. Yeah, the Giants. And it's the freaking Giants. Give me Buffalo. Uh, who's the uh, northern brother to the Giants? Buffalo, Buffalo is? all the way. Aren't they? They're north of New York, aren't they? 
definitely Western. I feel like I they're north, but I maybe not. They I they do feel north because they're almost like a Canada team. Yeah, but but I don't even know if they're that much. If they are, anyway. Okay. Jack, you know that's not what this pod's about. Um. Anyways, give me Buffalo. I I, I think they cruise. Josh Allen has another big game. Digs. I just don't see Tennessee being able to keep up, even with Derrick Henry. Healthy Derrick Henry, I just don't see them being able to keep up. Yeah, complete opposite uh, offensive philosophies between these teams. It's just that one has a high-powered defense and the other doesn't. Um, Give me Buffalo. High line, but I'm going to take it. I think these are going to just continue to be huge numbers for Josh Allen. The only thing that gave me pause is I think in the last couple of years, the last couple of times that the Titans played them, they've either put up a game or beat them outright. And it just kind of turned ugly. Um, but this is the Buffalo Bills year. We all agree, I think, except for Jeremy, who had just picked the Titans plus nine and a half on the road at Buffalo. He's brave. He's a brave man, Seth. Uh, yeah, that's that's foolery. As they say, a little bit of Tom foolery, foolery. A little bit. Until we're until we're the ones crying at the end of the week. But not, uh, yeah, not this game. Not this hard, game. Hard not to pick the Bills right now. And then the last game of the week might be the best. It might be Minnesota Vikings. I think this. At the Philadelphia Eagles. <laughs> Sorry. 7.30. I actually, it says it's on ESPN. I do believe this is the ABC game, Titans and Buffalo are the ESPN game. But they're happening concurrent. It's not even like, uh, oh, no, no, no. Titans and the Bills do start at like 6 o'clock. And then Vikings-Eagles start at 7.30. Um, but either way, two 1-0 teams coming off impressive victories against quality opponents. Minnesota defense was outstanding, uh, but a completely different style of offense you're facing here. Yes. Um, you have to think the Eagles will roll to a lot of points, but will the Vikings get theirs too? The Eagles are favored by two and a half points at home. What do you think? Uh, give me... Eagles are favored two and a half. Scratch that. Give it one and a half points. One and, one a, half. and a half to Philly. Yep. Give me Philly. And a pretty much pick them game. I have to go Philly. They're at home. I think the Eagles. I Minnesota defense will not show up again like that. Um, Jalen Hurts is going to cause them fits. Rodgers doesn't move like he used to. He can still move a little but not nearly like Jalen Hurts can, running back 2.0 over there, as you call him. Uh, him and him and Sanders, I, I think they'll they'll do a pretty good job. I mean, the Packers ran all over them. They didn't run as much as they should have, but when they did, they had chunk plays, and I think Philly could easily do the same. The, the majority run the ball. Too bad Jeremy's not here to, to break this one down. I assume <laughs> Jeremy's also going Philly. You would and, be right. And... I think Philly's defense with those two corners they have in Bradbury and Slay, 
I think they'll match up better against Justin Jefferson a little bit more. Justin Jefferson will still probably have a big day, not nearly as big as he did against Green Bay. Kirk Cousins will probably struggle a little bit more. Derek Barnett, I'm curious how that will, you know, affect the Philly defense. I assume yeah. Reddick will get more time now. It feels yeah. like Reddick didn't play much, which is weird that he didn't play much regardless. Feels like yeah. a better player. Um, but he'll be the spotlight guy now. I yeah, I just feel like Philly is a better suited team. I don't think Minnesota plays as well as they did last week. Yes, Jeremy did pick the Eagles. And I do believe he would say, you know, exactly why he thinks. I'm saying a shootout. I'm th- I'm thinking it's going to be a shootout. I think this I will think be like so a thirty something to twenty something. Um, I do as well. I I agree. I do as well. Keys, yeah. You know, I'm almost worried that with you know when you have someone like Zadarius Smith rushing from the inside, that kind of helps when it's not like uh, a big chunky guy trying to chase down Jalen Hurts. It's someone who's a little bit more nimble. But that is, yeah, I'm going to take the Eagles. I just think they're going to be a little bit better in this end. I think that all of their flaws, like I had pointed out on the Tuesday recap, their offensive line, which is truly their strength, but they played poorly. I think that fixes yep. itself. Um, And I think, I think you'll see the running game be highlighted. And generally here, I don't think A.J. Brown goes for 150, but I think he can. Like, I don't think the Vikings secondary is that great. It's um, it's weird because A.J. Brown, he was the only receiving threat for Philly last week. Very similar to the Vikings. Like, A.J. Brown had a majority of Jalen Hurts yards, and then I don't think Devontae Smith had a single catch. And I don't, he was their leading uh, guy last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And but I think that changes. I think Devontae Smith got like three targets or something and they never connected, but yeah. Uh yeah, I think I think he he makes an impact in this game somehow. You know, I just think there's that Jalen Hurts effect where he's like you know, if he just keeps improving the passing, like I don't think many people are gonna be able to figure him out. Yes. Um, especially in the early season. So yeah, give me Philly, which you know what that means, Seth. Oh, yeah. What we've done too much tonight. And yep. a way to end it. The juice is loose. Nine games to top last week's high total of consensus. We have nine games that we all agree on Wow, this week. I think it's a record for the first two weeks. Maybe we it start might be. This. Yeah, it might be. But that, that is just how the first two weeks go. It really is. Yeah, you, you kind of chalk it up. I'm just looking at the numbers for Philly last week. Yeah, A.J. Brown was uh, 10 for 155, and then Dallas Goddard had 60, and that was that's really it. Yeah. Those two. Yeah, Pascal really at was. 7, Ginwell at 12, Sanders 9. Yeah, it was pretty much A.J. Brown. Yep. Yeah, which you know he's gonna get his numbers. He's a he's a big physical dynamic receiver, and he yep. showed that the that big catch he had. Yep, for sure. Yeah, for sure. All right, all that is to say, and then here are the Chargers, you know, down ten all of a sudden, but still 
back right in the red zone. How much, what happens? Uh, how much time is left? Uh, I was waiting for the timer to come back. I was actually curious myself. <laughs> they keep going to commercial on me. They, or they show this replay a bunch of times. Oh. Um. Looks like we got <laughs> two minutes left. Oh, perfect. But they're at seven. So All right. All right. Well, we hope uh, everybody enjoys week two. Your team didn't win last week. Uh, maybe it will this week. Maybe. Uh, and, and maybe your fantasy teams will do better too. I went about 50-50 on mine. We can only hope, Seth. <laughs> yes. Uh, but until next time, enjoy the weekend. Enjoy the fall festivities. And as always, adios. Adios.